0: world's on fire our culture is disintegrating hey pass the salt it's time. It's time.
1: hey you pass the
0: salt you know why it's disintegrating
2: because we're jellyfish hey, pass the salt will you
1: pass the salt
2: that's the salt amigo it's, it's time it's time
0: i think they could give us a new name i believe we are evan
2: Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt?
3: Pass the salt. We need salt over here.
2: It's time for Pass the Salt.
0: Pass the Salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see?
2: The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach.
0: i got to ask you this out there, Christian America.
2: It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Dobinmeyer.
0: Well, I got—I got a confession to make today. Got a confession. Been think about it all morning. Got up a little bit early. Thought, well, I got—I got to tell it. I got to make sure everybody knows because just confession's good for the soul. So I want to confess to everybody today. Probably the first time in my life. I think maybe the first time in my life. Uh, yeah, probably. I didn't go to church on Easter Sunday. Now look. I may be the only guy in America who didn't because Easter Sunday is sort of like 4th of July, right? It's 4th of July. Everybody goes out and celebrates and everybody's an American and on Easter, everybody's a Christian and everybody shows up at church. And so I got up, I got up Sunday morning. Love my, I love my wife so much because she's, I've ruined her. She's getting to be that same spirit of, of me as well. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I just couldn't bring myself to go. I'm sorry. I just couldn't bring myself, just couldn't bring myself to go. Can I, can I tell you why? And I don't I don't want to do this in a hope this doesn't come across as a judgmental, but I don't care if it does because hey look, judgmental, folks, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, Jonathan, pull up Webster's and judgmental, would you? Would you pull up see folks? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that word. Judgmental. There's nothing wrong with it. But they've made it bad to us again. Okay. Go to judgment, John. Try that. Judgment. They've made that, they've made that a bad term. You're not allowed to judge any. See, they don't even have that. Put judge up there. Let's see what judged. Judge. No, no, do this. Let's do this because see, words change. That's why we can't, that's why we can't find it in Webster's, because words change on us, right? So let's go to Webster's, just regular Webster's or dictionary.com. That'd be a good place. Go to dictionary.com and bring up bring up judgment or judgmental. Judgmental. See, is it up there? Because it's a brand new, yeah, see, it wasn't even a word when, when Webster was around, it wasn't even a word. Now it's a new word, it's called judgmental, and it involving the use or exercise of judgment, tending to make quick and excessively critical judgments, especially moral ones. Is that right? Is that, is that really right? So in other words, being judgmental is wrong, making quick and excessive critical judgments, especially moral ones, that's wrong? That's not wrong. Judgment's not wrong. Now wrong. So in other words, if some guy pulls in my house, if, if a black limousine pulls in my house this morning, and guys get out and they're dressed in black suits and they're carrying guns, I'm not to be judgmental? Would, 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 that, would that be judgmental to say, wow, I might be in trouble here? Would, right? Folks, do you see, see what they've done to us? See what they've done to us? That, that is profound, isn't it? That Webster in 1828 didn't even have a word judgmental. And now it tells us tending to make quick and excessive critical judgments, especially moral ones. And obviously it was written by the devil, wasn't it? It's was written by the devil. So uh, without sounding judgmental, <laughs> or let me say this, proudly sounding judgmental, maybe because this is not a quick and excessive critical judgment, okay? Here's what, here's what I've come to this realization, and I don't care what I, you know I'm not here to hurt anybody's feelings. Uh, Easter Sunday, now that it's over, can we be friends here a minute? Easter is a pagan holiday.
1: <laughs>
0: Easter, I don't think there's any doubt, folks. you can go you, Christmas is pagan, Easter is pagan, and I, I don't want to be a bah humbug. I don't celebrate that.'t I'm not that kind of guy, so don't take it that way. But if you do any research at all, you will find out that there's no doubt that Easter comes from Ishtar, which is the which is the uh, fertility, uh, what was she goddess? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. And I, I sat my I sat our granddaughter Reese down yesterday, and I asked her, "Are you guys ready? I'm going to give you a quiz. Are you going to give you a quiz? Uh, hey Clay, you ready? I'm going to, I'm going to quiz you first. Uh, Clay, what day is July fourth? When is July 4th, Clay?
4: When is it? Yeah. Well it's in the summer, Independence Day. No, no, day.
0: what day what day is it?
4: Independence Day. What yeah, what day is it? July the 4th. July 4th,
0: every year's Independence Day, right? Hey Myra, I'm gonna give you a chance here, Myra. When is Christmas? December 25th. December 25th. Every year? Yes. Okay. Uh I, I could go some more holidays. When's Valentine's Day, Jack? I'd be a good one for you. When's Valentine's Day, Jack? What date? I shouldn't ask Jack. He's always on not, delay.
4: Not a clue. Not a clue. February
0: 14th, every year, right? Okay, you sitting down, folks? When's Easter? What, what day is Easter?
5: Good Friday. Hey, Gene
0: Allen. Gene Schroeder. When's Easter, Gene? What day is Easter? Is it April 12th? Is it March 10th? Is it, when? when's it Easter? You might know, Gene, you know? A moving holiday. It's a moving holiday. Good one, Steve. It's a moving holiday.
4: After the first full moon.
0: 40 yeah. days after the first full moon, after the spring equinox. That's when it is. So it's based on when, oh, hey, hey. Jonathan, some of the listeners right now have been in, in Billy Bob's Baptist Church their whole life, and they think I'm lying too, okay? So, Jonathan, pull up their Wikipedia someplace. When is Easter? When is Easter? Because, folks, Easter has pagan. I celebrated yesterday Resurrection Day. I have no problem doing that. Resurrection Sunday, I had no problem doing that, man. Because it is Amen. a central, man. It's a central focus, right? When is Easter? Okay, here it is. List dates of Easter. Click on that, John. Boy, aren't you glad you guys came here this morning? Because you wouldn't find this anywhere. Look, look at this. This is what this is when Easter is. You, you can They don't even know when it is. In 2001, it was April 8th. In 2002, it was March 28th. In 2003, it was April 16th. In 2004, it was April 5th. To the, when's the Fourth of July again, Gene? Is the Fourth of July ever July 28th? Is it ever? Is it ever May 10th? No, no. It's always the Fourth of July, right? Well, why is that? Because the moon. It is Western Gregorian in 1818, the Paschal full moon fell on Saturday, March 21st equinox. Therefore, the following day, March 22nd, the 81st day of the year was, scroll down, please, was, uh, I lost it, was Easter. <laughs> and it will not fall as early again until 2, 2285. And then we'll have Easter again on March 22nd. Do you, you get it, folks? So the Easter is determined by the first full moon, following the first uh, the first <laughs> 40 days after the first full moon following the winter equinox spring equinox with it and so just because I just because I now know this I can't really wholeheartedly gather in celebration of Easter I can't I can't I celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ but the whole holy days the whole holy week when I used to go to catholic mass and we did the what were the stations of the cross all that i i just i, I can't i can't do it anymore. i just can't bah humbug and i'm just kind of curious for the, all of you out there I, I look i don't care if you want praise god and praise god praise the lord that churches were full of people yesterday that's really kind of sad though isn't it because this is part of the gospel that we do not want to face up to The Bible tells us Jesus Christ himself. Jonathan, maybe you can find this as I'm speaking. This is a a Holy Spirit download. I wouldn't plan on talking about this. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ told us that broad was the way and narrow was the gate. That many would come and few would find it. Does anybody think of... See, folks, listen. This guy here, Matthew 7, this gospel is not for everyone. I'm telling you, it's not for everyone. Enter ye at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go there. Where? To destruction. Because straight is the gate. And narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And many go find it. And what? And that what it says? Now, at the same time, of course, we should invite everybody to come because we don't know who the ones are that are going to find it. I get that. I get that. But this idea on Easter Sunday that we bring in everybody in like it's the Fourth of July and celebrate Independence Day, I, I just I have a, I have a, I have a hard time. I have a hard time doing it. So I'm going to stop right there, and I'm going to open it up. I'm going to ask Anybody want to argue? Anybody see it differently than I do? And look, I I don't care if you do. I don't care if you see it differently. This is me. I cannot, I I just couldn't, I couldn't do it yesterday. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm not even sure the gospel was preached. And see, that's another thing about church. If If you go to church on Sunday morning, what is the purpose of church on Sunday morning? Is it to preach the salvation message to the lost? Is that the purpose of church? Not only it'd be it'd be like it'd be like me going uh taking Myra who doesn't know anything about football and putting her in the middle of a coach's clinic with the NFL football coaches and Myra's sitting there she didn't know the right guard from the left guard she didn't know anything about it, and that's what we do on Sunday morning most Sunday mornings actually, but certainly on on Easter Sunday morning, we bring all the people in and they don't they don't know an Easter egg from a rabbit's egg. And I'm, I'm I'm going to get myself in trouble. Angie, come on in real quick. Good morning. It's supposed yeah.
5: to be to feed the sheep. <laughs> Sunday I, I morning, see. is supposed to feed the sheep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I jumped on somebody.
0: They don't all, all like the same food, though, Gene. That's a problem. We serve the same meal to all of them. They don't all well, like the same food nor need the same food. Good, Angie. Yeah, that's fine.
1: I just think it's so important to understand that when we – and it took me almost seven years to really study this out and figure out that. The enemy will always take the word of God, twist it, use man as the vehicle to do that. We have tons of man-made doctrines and traditions that are unbiblical. And whenever you go into it, and I, I figured out the last time I was in church service for Easter was about six years ago. Because when you literally are going into church, they're pronouncing a pagan name, a pagan God over you in the name of a pagan God, in the name of spring and all things fertility and growing, whether they realize it or not. When they're saying happy Easter, they're literally proclaiming happy pagan God over you.
0: Amen. So amen. I
1: had to stop amen. doing that. You cannot. Take and mix the profane with the holy, and that is what we do. God has given us his appointed times. He has times (laughs) that we are to come to him, and that's all you have to do is start studying those out in the original first five books, and that's how you're going to know you're in alignment with what he wants and how he wants to be
0: worshipped. Boy, I've opened a a can of worms here this morning. Pull up 1 Peter 2. Pull up 1 Peter 2, uh, Jonathan, as I go to Randall. First Peter 2. Go ahead, Randall. Good word, Angie. That's me. Hey, look, folks, that's that's me. That's not me. Can I tell you something? I love the Lord. I try to love him with my whole heart. But we would be lying to ourselves if we all said that, didn't we? Did, huh? I, I got to tell you something. I really love my wife. I really love my wife. I do almost anything for my wife. Uh, I want to say that I love the Lord that much, but I, I, I really don't know if I do. Be honest with you. I really don't know if I do. I know this. I know that I would throw myself in front of a speeding car to protect Michelle, my grandbabies. I know that I would, but I won't go to the school board meeting and stand up for Jesus. I mean, I know that. I know that about myself, right? I know that about myself. And uh, so this, I take this stuff seriously. I love the Lord with my whole. And when the Lord speaks to me, that that sounds religious. When I hear from the Lord. I have the option to, to obey or not to not to obey. Really, really. And he didn't he didn't tell me anything about you. He didn't tell me anything about you, Randall. He just told me, "Don't go there. Don't go." So, I, so Michelle and I didn't go Sunday, Sunday morning. Who did I call next? Randall, did I call you up? Go ahead. Was it you?
4: Yeah. Uh, regarding the timing of Resurrection Sunday, isn't that? Uh, do they still use the same way that they used to use in the no. past?
0: No. no, you mean the calendar, the way it's determined and all that?
4: Yeah. No. no. Oh, okay.
0: No, it's like the fourth of, it's like the fourth of July, except we just don't know what date it's gonna fall on, really. Really. And I, I like the uh, look, I'm not I'm not anti-evangelism. Oh, I gotta tell you this story. God Lord, can I do it now? Do I do it now? No. Hey, somebody remind me about the baptisms, okay? Somebody remind me, I gotta, I gotta i got to share that story with you. But I, I want to ride this horse here real quickly. Uh, hang on there, Clay. I'll be, Clay, you're up next. <clears throat> first Peter 2, verse 9. Verse 2, just start right there. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile, and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby, if so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. So you start out with milk. I get that, okay? To whom coming as unto a living stone disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. You, folks, are lively stones. You build up a spiritual house. You are a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So as Andy just said, was worshiping Ishtar, was that, uh, is that acceptable to God, I wonder? You say, well, coach, I didn't go to Easter Sunday to worship Ishtar. I know you didn't. I know you didn't, but you did wherefore also it is contained in the scripture behold I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone elect precious and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded unto you therefore which believe he is precious but unto them which be disobedient and the stone which the builders disallowed the same has become the chief cornerstone and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient whereunto also they were appointed here's where I was heading but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praise of him who called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Folks, that's why it's not going to be all people. It's going to be few. It's not going to, the Bible says Jesus loves everybody. Everybody come and yes, yes, everybody come, but not all the people are going to get in. Why? Because broad is the way and narrow is the gate they're not going to be they're not going to be willing to lay down what they have to lay down in order to follow Jesus and the question is are you willing really are you really willing to lay down your life to follow Jesus are you really or is he a life enhancement gospel is it a life enhancement gospel? And you say, well, coach, listen, if we don't have Sunday, if we don't have Easter Sunday services, a lot of people won't come and hear the gospel. They come in to hear the gospel. Yeah, it's like going someplace on the 4th of July and watching fireworks. It's really not much time. And we might hook a few of them. We might hook a few. But man, it's a central focus. Sunday, Easter Sunday, and Christmas Sunday is probably the day when more unsafe people go to church at any time in history, those days, right? Both of them, December 25th. Folks, have you put it together yet? December 21st is the spring, I'm sorry, is the winter solstice. Have you put that together yet? 21, every three months? Oh, I'm getting in trouble today. I'm getting in trouble. Who's the next? Is Clay Clay up next? Go ahead, Clay.
4: Well, there's a debate on whether or not uh, Jesus was crucified on April 3rd or April 7th. You know, scholars debate it, but we know it It doesn't have anything to do with the moon phase at all. Same way as if, if I was born or you were born, and, uh, it stays the same date every year. It doesn't matter about the moon. And the one thing this year, it, I heard more... Uh, Happy Resurrection Day than Easter this year for the first good, time in good. my life. So that's a good thing.
0: That's right. That's a good thing. Look, up. Jonathan's a producer. I'm going to, have to give him an A today. It says, The children gather, 18, 18. I'm going to paraphrase here, okay? Uh, highlight that again, Jonathan. The children gather eggs. I put eggs in there. The children gather eggs, and the fathers kindle whatever food, and the women make bread. To make cakes to the queen of heaven, to be a star and to pour out drink offerings unto other gods that they may provoke me to anger. Do they provoke me to anger, saith the Lord? Do they not provoke themselves to the confusion of their own faces? Dude, this is something, isn't it? Huh? Lies of the church again. Lies of the church. Following the traditions of men. Jesus got mad at the Pharisees. He says he teaches doctrines, commandments of men, making the word of God of none effect. None effect. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. D- Dave Allison, go, Dave.
1: Yeah,
4: good morning, everyone. Yeah, you know, and again, the churches actually they've added fuel to the fire of the fertility thing because they they're all caught up in the Easter eggs and the Easter Barney thing just as much as the world. And so um that's that's what well, Dave, the why they
0: promote birth control? While they promote birth control, keep going.
4: Right, right. And so my issue is, um, it's not so much yesterday. It's the other. What they do the other 51 weeks of the year isn't much yeah. better, and that's the thing. And so I, I'd rather. I, we had a great time studying the Word and, and praising the Lord yesterday at home, and uh, I'm, I'm because lately every time I've gone to a fellowship, I've uh, I've come out more grieved than I went in. And so you're right. Guess what. Yesterday was the largest amount of unsaved people that went to church, but guess what? They left unsaved. That's the problem.
6: Amen. You Amen. know,
4: so uh, they're there. <clears throat> so that's I coach. When you were football uh, coach, did you invite the opposing team into the locker room when you were doing your strategy and setting no. things up? No. No. No, 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 you didn't. Right. And mm-hmm. that's what the church says. Come as you are, bring the demons, the everything with you come as you are. You're going to be loved. You know, you're, 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 you're an abomination of God, but just walk in here. Yeah, Jesus did go out. He went out and preached to the masses, but when it came time for discipleship and gathering and and each and and really mentoring each other, I think they did that in a much smaller group. And I think that's where church is failing, and they try to reach the masses, and uh, it, it just it just doesn't work.
0: You know, you know, Dave, back when I got sued by the ACLU for praying with our football teams, we always prayed after the game, and it's always kind of interesting to watch. Uh, I'd have some guys on the other team sometimes who would come and join us. Their coach didn't pray with them, right? And they would see us take a knee and gather, and other players would come. And I'd say, man, that's the ecclesia there, isn't it? Huh? That's that that's 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 Easter Sunday on football field, isn't it? Huh? <laughs>
4: huh?
0: Amen. Amen. George go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, coach. Um I just noticed this. I noticed uh first over at Uh, giant eagle pharmacy secondly at staples at two women muslim women with a hijab on their head so i asked them i said what is your religion based on and they said both of them said it's based on the cycles of the moon (laughs) well welcome easter ishtar ishtar hey john look up ishtar i-s-h-t-a-r ishtar ishtar go ahead jeff oh he's looking that up Can't hear you, Jeff. Oh, he hung up accidentally. Ishtar! Ishtar. <sighs> Sumeranian Inanna, in Mesopotamian religion, goddess of war and sexual love. Ishtar is the Arcadian counterpart of the West Semitic goddess Ashtari. You go down, read down through this, you're gonna find out Ishtar becomes Easter. Star becomes Easter. Try it again, Jeff. Still muted. We already lost it. again. Myra, jump in here real quick. The the fertility figure. She evolved, however, into a more complex character, shrouded by myth, by death, disaster. Yada yada yada. Go, Myra.
6: Yes, Coach. Good morning. Uh, Dan Woodcock is in Ireland, and he just sent me a picture with his um cross hat on. So Amen. we say hello to Dan Woodcock. Amen. And uh, you ask us to remind you about baptism. And in regard to Ishtar, Isaiah 65, 5 through 6, which say, Stand by thyself, come not near to me, for I am my holier than you. These are smoke in my nose, a fire that burneth all the day. Behold, it is written, before me I will not keep silence, but will recompense, Repay. even recompense, into their bosom. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Stephanie, the resident former pagan who got to hold her grandson this weekend, said, well, you want to add the moon. What to, I want to add that the moon is of female energy in the occult. Very important to real practitioners on the dark side. Moon symbol is goddess symbol. I have triple goddess tattoo on my arm, she says. Full moon energy is used for stronger spells, charging magic tools and objects. Sun is male energy. Moon is female energy. Man, the things you learn when you tune in to Coach Dave Live. (laughs) Thanks for that, Stephanie. Praying for your little grandson there. Rochelle, come on in and then Craig. And then I'm going to change it. well go ahead keep going
6: keep going. I won't, All right, I won't hey, good morning team. Um the moon was significant because the very first passover was on a full moon. So mm-hmm. that was a very easy marker. The very first moon after the equinox, after the spring equinox is when we have our passover. It doesn't matter what day it falls on, matters nothing. And sometimes they actually remember the Jewish calendar throws a month in there every now and then, so yep, the reason yep. that full moon. I mean, hey, what a what a way to come out of Egypt under the light of a full moon.
0: Amen. I'm just saying. Amen. So, spend, so uh, Jonathan, look up equinox because some people don't understand this either. E Q I N O X. E Q I N O X. Boy, aren't you glad you tuned into Coach Dave Live? Equinox. Equal night. Equal night equal day that's what equinox means do you understand that a solar equinox is a moment in time when the sun crosses the Earth's equator which is to say directly appears directly above the equator rather than north south yada 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 this occurs twice a year around 20, march 20th september 23rd that's the equinox right what's the solstice then what's the summer what's the winter solstice because whether we understand this or not, folks, much of our tradition, much of our history, is built around the equinox and the solstice. Equal means equal knocks. Knox means night. Equal night. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. Twelve hours. So the solstice is called the hibernal solstice. Occurs when Earth's poles reaches as far away as it's going to get. And this happens twice a year. Do we know when it happens? Yeah, usually December uh, December 21st and, dare I say it, June 21st. That's where our seasons are, okay? Man, the stuff you learn here at Coach Dave Live, right? So we have to understand that throughout all of our history, some of it nefarious, some of it not nefarious, the moon cycles, the earth cycles, the cycles of the seasons has entered into our celebrations. Thumbs up on that. Everybody okay with that? Huh? Understand? And what did Jesus get mad about? We could find it right now. Uh Jonathan, I don't know where it is, but you can pull it up because you're really fast. Look for teaching, uh, uh uh teaching the doctrines of men. Just pull that up, see if you can find that. Because Jesus got mad. That's why he, that's why he went and tore down the temple. He says, You teach the doctrines of men, making the word of God of no effect. Whereas Matthew 5, verse 50. There you go, put that up there. But in vain do they do worship me. Teaching for command doctrines, the commandments of men. It's the very thing Jesus was mad about at the original beginning of it. You guys are making up rules as you go along. And you make up all these rules that all these people have to do. And you make the word of God of no effect. Isn't that something?
6: He was also mad that they didn't know the time of his visitation. They, they didn't had, know they the had time no times.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, folks, I hate to I tell you this. There's some trends. There are some traditions that need to be pulled down. Sorry, there's some that need to pull down. Thank God for Resurrection Sunday. Whenever that was, but that sure wasn't Easter. <laughs> I promise you that. It sure wasn't Easter. And I can also tell you this: it wasn't Good Friday. He was not crucified on Good Friday. Boy, I'm gonna get into it now. <laughs> oh, geez. Craig, come on in. And Craig knows all Craig's got all the. He got all that astrological stuff for us. Help us out, Craig.
5: Well, you know what uh Michelle uh Rochelle's right. Okay, so uh the full moon and the uh, new moon, right? So what's <clears throat> very interesting about this. Oh, whole I can thing. hardly
0: hear Craig. Can everybody oh, else right. hear him okay? Craig, I can uh, hardly hear you.
5: How's that? Is that better? A little bit. Okay, all right. So the the new moon Rochelle's right. It was a full moon. So here here's a very interesting pattern here, okay. The new moon, okay, just happened to be on March 21st, 22nd this year, okay? So that gives you the two weeks, and guess what? Now you, you you come to Passover, all right? And what actually happened this year is is an event that doesn't happen all the time, that the Passover actually did fall over what they would consider Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday, or what we would call Resurrection Sunday. That actually happened this year. It was correct, okay? Okay. So, because Jesus presented himself on Nisan 10, because he had four days to present himself as the lamb, and he actually was crucified on this last Wednesday. He rose on on Sunday. But what's interesting in this pattern is two things. One, it represents the exact same thing that happened in 2020, okay, when COVID hit, all right? So, you have a three-year pattern here. And Nisan One has is a very uh, important date uh, because it's also re- re- realized to the story when John raised or when Jesus raised Lazarus, because he said, "Are there not twelve hours in the day and twelve hours in the night?" See, that occurred roughly about. Uh, a week or two before and it occurred in the town Bethany which many people don't realize is only 1.7 miles from Jerusalem so when this event occurred and the, he raised Lazarus from the dead this was like in the, right in the neighborhood of Jerusalem and so that's why all this Lazarus and they were worried because this major a miracle just happened before the Passover and was giving credibility to who Christ was that's one of the reasons they wanted to kill John uh, Lazarus And they wanted to kill Jesus, but they did not want to kill him over uh, the Passover. Jesus made that happen. And the other thing I'll just say very quickly, Nisan 1 has a very important date of major events in the Bible. First, in the book of Exodus, at the very last chapter, it's the time, the first month of the second year, is when the tabernacle is actually initiated after the Passover, Nisan 1 also plays fact in the book of Esther because it's the day that Hammond cast lots to make the, the uh, Jews be killed on a certain day within that year. And another interesting fact about this whole thing about Nisan 1, Nisan 1, okay, is going to be April 8th next year. April 8th is the second of the solar eclipses that will come across America.
0: That's why I always preferred Toyotas rather than Nissans. Me, I always thought they drove better. That's a joke.
5: That's yeah, that's a joke. that's a big, big date. This, this, this eclipse next year, one year from basically today. To you know, we're we're within a year. This is a big event. All right, cool.
0: I can't hear Craig very well. Maybe it's on my end. I did the best. Did the best. I'm sorry, Craig, if I didn't respond. I really have a hard time hearing you. Married Jeff, come on in. Let's try you again, Jeff. How about now? That's better.
5: Hey, this is something, I don't know, I think of this. It's just kind of, maybe it's dumb, but you ever notice you go to church on Easter and you look over and you see somebody and you almost don't recognize them. You think, wow, he looks really good today. They dress up for Easter Sunday. And some of them people, you never see them dress up at all year.
0: Yeah, so it'll be Halloween, right? It'll yeah, be Halloween, all, just all
5: got it up, so you got new people coming to church. And what do most people say? Well, I'll come to church, but do I have to dress up? Well, they come on Easter, and everybody's got the beautiful outfits on, i going back here. It just drives me nuts.
0: Amen, amen. I'm going to refer to that. Jack, then I'm going to switch gears, okay? Go ahead, Jack.
4: Okay. Um, just isn't it interesting, I find it very interesting, that God's calendar, the moon and the sun, the cycles of the moon and the sun are way more accurate Than the calendar that we put on the wall and we drive everything by it's so much better. And, and just to throw a little bit more crap in the game, all those neat times and things that you were talking about coach with the solstice and the equator and the lines, those are how we originally navigated. We not only planted and harvested, but we also navigated the globe by those times. Amen. Yeah. God's, yeah I'm not, so, God's calendar, God's time, God's direction, God's navigation aids.
0: Amen. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying, man. Teaches the commandments, the doctrines of men. And uh oh I don't I won't go any deeper than that. Hey, real quickly, Jonathan, pull up the picture of Rube, says Rube. Folks, but you know Betty's husband was that, that's that's Betty's husband, Rube. A car that rolled over. He was changing somebody's brakes, and the car rolled over him, and it crushed his uh, heel. And look what happened to back. This is a seventy-nine-year-old man. And and uh, of course, poor Betty. You know how it is. Sometimes it's better to be hurt than to take care of the one that's hurt. So Betty, Betty needs our Betty really needs our prayer and our encouragement as she takes care of, of Rube, her husband. And uh, you know, he's not sleeping well. Just you know, got you know what all's going on. So. Let's let's lift up that Betty out there. Keep her in your, your purse. And he must be a tough old bugger. Seventy-nine years old. You think that would have killed him, wouldn't you? Car roll on you like that. Didn't break didn't break his hip anything like that. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. So we're with you, Betty. We're with you. Okay. I want to I want to show you something. Let's see. Make sure I do that. Um, doing that. Doing that. Okay. Oh, I got a couple. Guy, I got some good stuff here. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Saturday, I think I was thinking what it was, Saturday, uh, Michelle and I, uh, we drove down to Salt Fork. It's some of the other meeting place. It's a state park east of east of us here in Ohio. It's over where Betty Perkins lives, over in that area, over where Tracy lives, because Tracy <clears throat> wanted to be baptized. That's something that, that we do, not regularly, but we do. We We offer baptisms. And Tracy's grandson was baptized at... <clears throat> excuse me an event I don't know a year ago a year or so ago and Saturday was Tracy's bap- Tra- Saturday was Tracy's uh, birthday so Tracy asked me if I would come and baptize her well so heck yeah what an honor that would be so Michelle and I jumped in the car and we drove we were, going to, we were going to baptize her in the in the lake but it was like 45 degrees and windy and I told her I said listen Tracy I'll bring my." I'll bring my extra thick jo- jock strap, but I ain't looking at getting in that forty degree water water. <laughs> and, uh, I, and she 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 kind of wised up and she says, Well, coach, even though I wanted to do it in the uh in the lake, I was able to get the swimming pool. <laughs> the swimming pool at state at uh, Salt Fork Lodge. They let us do it for $30. Said for $30 we can rent it. <clears throat> so I said, I'm sorry, I frogs Frog says, Wow, great. So we showed up there and went to Salt Fork and then find out. That the people at Salt Fork are not allowed to tell this; they didn't even charge us. Any charges? So we we go all chained, to get in our clothes, my wife and I, and I'm going to show you a video of it here in a second. I'm going to tell you a remarkable, a remarkable story about it first. Um, there's something about the public proclamation of the gospel. So, now, folks, are you listening to me? We got to quit hiding it in our church. We Got to quit hiding it. So we showed up there at the pool and there are a lot of people, a lot of families over there at Easter weekend, and we just kind of took a section right over by the, by the steps, and uh, Michelle and I jumped in the water, Tracy jumped in the water, and Tracy's uh, <clears throat> I want to get my brain to work here. Uh, Raynell jumped in there, Tracy's uh, one of the family members of Tracy, without making it too, too difficult, and we baptized her. i got it on video. I'm going to show you here in a second. But after we got done, Baptizing them, some lady walks over and says, Can we be baptized? I said, What, huh? And then so I said, Coach, these people want to be baptized. These people want to be ba- what? Yeah, these, these, it was four girls. Help me out, Michelle. It was three girls and their mother from, I don't know where they were from. They came up and said, "Uh, "Can I could could, would you baptize us?" And then we come to find out that over across the water, sitting on the other side of the of the pool, were the parents of these uh, the woman and her three children. The parents were sitting across, and they had been praying for uh, that they these children had come up from North Carolina, I think it was, and the parents had been praying that something miraculous would happen in the life of their children, of their daughter and their grandchildren, because they needed the Lord so much, yada, yada, yada. And so they sat across and they watched their prayer become real as their daughter and their three granddaughters came walking across and got baptized. Something about the public proclamation of the gospel. And then somebody, somebody, I'm going to show you it here in a second. And then somebody texts me on Facebook by the way and that's why I know I'm being banned on Facebook I had very few views very few very I get often I get all kinds of like very few views of it so that you know the shadow banning this right so um lost my train of thought dumb me so it so we we Facebooked it live so everybody could see what was going on and I want to show you Tracy how this was so cool Pull up Tracy's baptism. It's on my Facebook page, I think. Uh, Public proclamation, friends. Hang on a minute. Stop right there. Stop right there. Because I didn't know this. While we were baptizing Tracy, in that video that you see right now, this is the family sitting across the pool from us. They're filming the baptism. They can't believe what's going on. That We're down there in the corner, me and Michelle, baptizing. So they're filming it. See, it says Sierra Chapman, who's one of them that we baptized, who came over, said she wanted to be baptized. God works in mysterious ways, and there's no such thing as a coincidence. They tell the story about how their daughters ended up getting baptized because they came to Salt Fort Lake. Salt, yeah, Salt Fort, because they'd been praying. Unbelievable, huh? Unbelievable. So go to the next video. That's not the one I want you to see. I want you all to see Tracy get baptized. Go on down, Jonathan. Go on down. Keep going. Keep going. There we go. Keep going. Hey, I think I'm in the water. There's that it? There we go. All right. All right. Here we, is this it? Yeah. Go ahead. We're going to jump in the water here, and we're going to dunk a couple girls. We're going to dunk them. That's what we're going to do. Uh, folks, listen. Before I, before I get in there, I, I want all of you to understand this. That baptism, we could get in an argument as, as to whether or not baptism is required for salvation. I could, I could argue both sides of that. Because we know the thief on the cross uh, didn't receive a baptism, right? And the Lord said, this day you'll be with me in paradise. We're taught in, in Christian tradition that baptism, that Jesus says that you have to be baptized. It was one of the commandments he gave us, to be baptized. So we try to follow through on the Christian tradition, and here's what I want you all to understand from my standpoint, okay? When you, when you are born the first time, you are born through water, the amniotic fluid of a woman. You're, you're conceived, and formed in that little sack of water right and so when you're born they puncture the water the water gets punctured however that happens and you come out through the birth canal well the idea of baptism is it signifies the death of the old character the old person and the birth of the new one so water baptism is the exact same thing you enter back into the water and then you're birthed out of the water into new life you understand the significance of that so there really isn't anything that is special about being baptized other than you have to be a believer do you believe if you're not if you don't believe then it's all a waste of time anyway right because confession is made unto salvation and so baptism is nothing more than an outward expression of what happened inside of you. The Bible says you must be born again I have to be honest with you I was, you know as guy I was in church my whole life sometimes I didn't act like it but I was in church my whole life and I didn't really I never Understood what it meant to be born again. So Tracy and Raynell are going to get baptized together. Here's one of the exciting things. Uh, Show them real quick here. These two girls. Huh? This this is a grandma. This is a mommy. And one of the amazing things is I baptized her son up there. Show him up there. I baptized him in the water. Now, where were we? Tennessee. Down in Tennessee. We baptized him in the water down in Tennessee. So today mom and grandma are going to get in the water as well. All right. So that's what we're about to do. Point, you're doing good. Doug. You're doing good. Yeah, you can do You're doing all right. You're doing all right. So we'll do it right here so he can pick it all
6: up. Okay, Doug,
0: maybe you can get down here a little bit closer so we can get a good picture. You guys see okay up there? Huh? You know, listen, Tra- Tracy and I met. We were on the way to... Uh, Actually, an event, in a Trump event in Washington, D.C., and she's in the van. I didn't even know Tracy. She's one of the people who's in the van with us, and those of you who know me know I preached all the way out there. Yes. <laughs> she thought I was crazy, right? Little shit. Little shit. <laughs> little, shit. little shit, she called me. I preached all the way out there, and then through a series of events, we just got to know each other a little bit better, and then she realized I maybe I wasn't a little shit, right? No, I wasn't. Maybe that I was right. And so Tracy wants to make a public confession, a public expression of her belief in Jesus Christ. And again, as I said earlier, the Bible says that you're going to be baptized. Is baptized isn't necessary for salvation. I don't know, but why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? And so we're going to baptize Tracy here today. Tracy, let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, do you believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior?
6: Yes, I Look do. Look at that mirror and Yes, I do. Uh-huh?
0: And you've passed from death into life, haven't you? Yes, a new thing happened inside of your heart. You used to be kind of religious, kind of go to church, kind of play the game. But then you had a real, real face-to-face confrontation yes, with the King of Kings. Yes, I did. And folks, that's what it's all about. It ain't about baptism. It ain't about anything. And Tracy had that happen to her. And then she saw her grandson, Jeremiah, get baptized. And she said, I want to get baptized on her Birthday. birthday! So this is a double birthday, huh? Let's, let's bust it out. How old are you? Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven years old. So, folks, it's never too never. late. It's never too late, man. Huh? Eternity is forever, and uh, she's going to pass me death into life. She yes. already has, but this is going to be yes. a public expression of it. And I brought my girlfriend and my wife for forty-three it's years, Michelle. Michelle. Yeah.
6: I couldn't have done it without her either. Wow. I have to home.
0: And so I wore my shirt today, all in, all in, because Tracy is all in. All right. She's all in. All right, Tracy's there. Give me your hand. Here. Here's what we're gonna do, uh, Tracy. Uh, do you believe? Je- have you received Jesus Christ as your? Yes, name? I have.
6: At one of your events <laughs> on October 8th, 2021, I was saved.
0: Amen. Amen. Have you rejected Satan and all his? Yes, rivalry? I have. Everything yes, I have. To do? And you uh, choose this day to serve God with all your yes, heart. Yes, I do. Well, we're just going to baptize her. Ain't nothing special here, Tracy. You might
6: want to. my nose. You might want to hold your nose. You
0: hold your nose, whichever one. No watches are on here, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, Lord, Lord, we just thank you that according to your uh, commandments, we're going to baptize Tracy here as a new sister in Christ, as an outward expression of her belief in Jesus Christ. We baptize her in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name so how cool yeah. is that you can shut that off you probably bored already how cool how cool was that and that uh-uh. moment there now her her uh Rainelle goes next and she does it. And as soon as that's done, those people across the pool who were filming it, they come over and say, Can we do it too? What, what a, there's something hey, about the public proclamation of the gospel that you won't find any place else? And I want to ask you this. When I are you looking at me? Is there even a baptismal in your church? Boom. And when was the last time your church had a public baptism of a new convert? Hmm? Boy, we need to we need to check ourselves, don't we, folks? We need to check ourselves. Amen. Amen. All right. Coach, can
6: I just add one thing to that? Yeah, Tracy, we the love you. Go
0: ahead, sweetie.
6: About the people that got baptized afterwards, just to add, it was an adopted mother and the birth mother
0: That's right I who, forgot that.
6: Yes, that was the real big deal is that the adopted daughter was meeting her twin sisters for the first time and the and the uh birth mother has been through a lot of rough patches in her life mm-hmm. and the family had been praying and praying and they came up from North Carolina for a um reunion so that this Amen. daughter could yeah, could meet her sisters. And, and it, I mean, just the story of, of their church praying for them on, and, and that a miracle would happen on this trip. And then the father, the adopted father thought enough of, of the family to text everyone and say they're baptizing in the pool. They're baptizing in the pool. Get down here, get down here. I mean, it was, it was meant to be. There are no, cir- uh, no coincidences. We were meant to be there when we were originally yeah. not going to be. So God works. God works. Even when you Amen. don't realize it.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
4: Amen. Can I sing to real fast? I'm
5: two sure. days late. Sure. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear
4: Tracy. Happy,
0: happy birthday, birthday to you, you. and many more, amen. amen. Oh, by,
4: the way, <laughs> by the
0: way, uh, I'd be happy to baptize you. <clears throat> we'll figure out a way to get it done. Maybe we can do it at the annual event coming up here in June. Or I'm going to be, I just spoke to Rob Pugh. We're going to do baptisms at Rob Pugh's event coming up here. Uh, is it next weekend? Is it this week? I, I lose track of time. Maybe it's this weekend already. We're going to be doing baptisms up there. Hey, folks, I wonder, <clears throat> I'm not trying to expose anybody. Uh, I wonder, How many of you out there have never really been baptized? You said, well, I was sprinkled as a child. Yeah. Yeah, but have you, have you been baptized since you received Christ? Have you? Now, as I said, I, I, don't, I don't know whether it's required or not, because the thief on the cross clearly wasn't baptized. But Jesus told us to be baptized. He told us to do it, and so I would. I would. I would just encourage many of you out there. I wasn't baptized till I was. I sprinkled, but I wasn't baptized till I figured out what was, what it was all about. And then sometimes I feel like I'd like to be baptized again because even know more what it's about now. And it's the again the 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 the, uh, the explanation I was making about the water, and the amniotic fluid. Your birth into your first birth is through water. And your new birth is through water. Baptism, right? So if you haven't been baptized out there, find somebody to baptize you or get around to get over here to Buckeye Lake and we'll take you out there and we'll put you in I about killed one guy out there. One day fell down and banged his head. He knows who he is. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna embarrass him. I'll make sure I don't I don't bang you in the head. So, hey, as soon as we get the pool, the pond filled, we'll baptize you in the pond. Janine, come on in.
6: Um the thief on the cross was baptized. He was baptized in Christ's blood right then and there.
0: That's it. That's it. Amen. Amen. Forgiveness of sins, right? I don't know why it's important. The Lord said, be baptized. That's all I know. They sprinkled me as a little Catholic boy. Does that even count? Um, Did that even count? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if it counts. Hey, okay, so look. Man, I only got nine minutes left. I, I don't, do not you guys know who Jordan, uh, what's his name, Jordan Peterson is? Competent and dangerous. Pull that up there for me. Pull that up there. I don't. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know why this is so big on the screen. Okay, but this is Jordan Peterson is a an intellectual who is gradually finding his way to the Lord. Every time I hear him speak, he's becoming more and more and more Christian. He started out as a philosopher, a psychology guy, and he's making this transition into Christianity. It's happening. It's really, he's really starting to get deep. But this is very, very short. And I'm sorry for what it looks like, but you're going to be able to read along. And I I listened to this and I said, daggone, daggone. This is it, right? This is it. Yeah, make it smaller. There you go, John. You're able to do it for me. Okay, now go ahead and play this. Should, be, should you be competent? You should be competent and dangerous. Hey, friends. Michelle! I won't do it to her. I've been saying this ever since I got saved. I already told Michelle what to put on my gravestone. Here lies a dangerous man. I told Michelle to put that on my gravestone. And then I saw Jordan Peterson do this. Go ahead.
2: For people to hear that they should make themselves competent and dangerous and take their proper place in the world. Competent and dangerous? Mm. Why dangerous? Because it's the alternative to being weak. And weak is not good. The people who shoot up the high schools, they're weak. They're weak. How is it good to be dangerous? Because it makes you formidable. And life is a very difficult process. And it's not for... You're not prepared for it unless unless you have the capacity for to be dangerous. That doesn't mean that you should be cruel. It doesn't mean any of that. There's a statement in the New Testament, the meek shall inherit the earth. But the meek isn't well translated. It means something more like... Those who those who have swords and know how to use them but keep them sheathed will inherit the world. That's a way better way of thinking about it. You have to be powerful and formidable and then peaceful in that order, right? And that's not the same as being naive and weak and harmless, which is what young men are being encouraged to be. It's very helpful for people to hear that they should make themselves competent and dangerous.
0: That was it. That was it, right? Huh? Dangerous. We're to be dangerous, folks. Not do danger. Not cause harm, but to be dangerous. To know at any moment, you might rise up and say, no, no. Boom. Be dangerous. Do we teach our men to be dangerous? Do we teach our young guys to be dangerous? Does the church teach you to be dangerous? Mm. George. Yeah, Coach. This is uh, completely not on the subject, but I can't let it go. I just watched, since we've been talking this morning, 13, 15 chemtrails going straight over top of me. I'm not going to let it go. I want to know who's doing it, exactly who. Tell me who's doing it. I'll take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. Well, I got a whole video I could show you on that. I was going to watch it earlier this morning. Uh, they're poisoning Come on, man. Come on. They're poisoning us. Come on, Debbie O'Brien. Come on, Debbie. Can't hear you, Deb. I don't know if you if you're not hearing me or you didn't unmute.
5: Keep going, keep going.
0: Okay, <laughs> I will, chat. I'm just trying to trying to be trying to be nicer. Hey, pull up for me an email. That says not normal, not normal. Cause look, folks, I know this sounds repetitive. We got to speak up. We got to speak up. Okay, and I just found this little blurb on the email on. Facebook the other day, I thought I'd share it with you. Democrats get upset. First of all, I'm I am so out of the Democrat-Republican box, okay? Huh? The, the Democrat-Republican means nothing to me anymore. And people who are constantly talking about the Democrats to me don't understand it, okay? They don't understand it. If you still think Republicans are good and Democrats are bad, I'm you look, you're so lost, okay? <laughs> But so anyway this you Democrats people get upset how about that people get upset when i refer to them versus normal people they demand i explain why i think they are not normal so here's what i mean by normal if you think a man can be a woman you're not normal if you think a man can get pregnant you're not normal If you think the important importation of slave labor from third world countries is good for America, you're not normal. If you think hardworking Americans should be taxed into poverty to support freeloaders, you're not normal. If you think the government should furnish needles and pipes to drug addicts living on the streets, you're not normal. If you think thousands of homeless should be allowed to set up camps in neighborhoods, you are not normal. If you think grown men should dance in drag for babies, you are not normal, dude. If you think your own, if you think your opinion trumps my rights, not only are you not normal, you are an a-hole. Often they will tell. Often they will tell me they don't support this or that, but then defend and vote for the people who do. And that, my friends, ain't normal. It ain't normal. Debbie, you still want to try to get in? Nope. One more. One more for today. Pull up. Give Jesus a try. Pull that up for me here. Not normal. It's not normal not normal okay this is a good one get tired of people telling them to try jesus like you like it's a, a 30 day uh money back guarantee on return and i just saw this today i thought this this is a good one. go ahead
3: news is on Jeff rick warren's on and he actually suggested to people that they uh they try jesus out for i think he said 60 days 60 or 90 days give him a try give him a chance and you know he thought that was a wonderful suggestion that's not the gospel that jesus preached and that's not the way that you actually get people to understand the call of Christ, the command of Christ to repent and believe by saying, try him out. No, it's total submission. It's unconditional surrender. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to come to Jesus Christ. A lot of people don't like that. They're like, oh, that's tough. Like, how are you going convince, to convince the rabid unbeliever to, for unconditional surrender? Man, we got a problem understanding the gospel if we think that. Because yeah, that is the call of the gospel. You come to die. Or you don't come. And uh, and so we can't play neutrality. And that's the that's the start of Christian apologetics, is no neutrality. Abandon the myth of neutrality. Recognize that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. News is was- Lord
0: is the way and narrow is the gate. Wide many come, few find it. Folks, they've been lying to us. We are a we're a yeah. peculiar people, man. Those of us who really, really desire to serve the Lord with all of our heart and all of our mind and all of our soul, we are a rare breed. Not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom. Not everyone who says that includes some of us in the queue right here. What are you willing to lay down? What are you willing to stand up for? Because you will measure a man he, by his, by what he does, because why? What he does reveals what's in his heart. We're a critical, critical time in America. Amen. It's not a time to be ashamed of the gospel.
4: Friday on today at eleven. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.